got a will. Take those monies and spread across families. My sister Hattie and Luna, nephews, cousins, and TT. Eric, the rest of B for whatever she wants to do. She might start an institute. She might put poor kids in school. My stake in Rock Nation should go to you. Leave a piece for yourself. Welcome to Culture Bias, where we discuss everything in the culture, for the culture, by the culture, excluding your vultures. Your vultures, huh? It's your host, O. I'm out of whack. My Mitch. Yes. We got a special guest in the building today, man. We gonna be, we gonna be talking black entrepreneurship, man. Uh, say your name, gangster. Hassan, yo. What you do? Um, entrepreneur, uh, owner, Medina Menswear. Um, you know, investor, real estate yeah. investor. My man, if uh, Haas also used to box. If who has that, that don't know of him, but he's very talented boxer as well. Um. New house since he was a kid. I feel like Baldy, remember when Baldy was on the episode and he was like mm-hmm. saying, yo, but house is uh, r- r- real close to me and I know he's since he was a kid, five years old. Yeah, man, it's my, it's my man. I don't call him my young boy, he's a grown man. Like, yeah, I mean, he's a grown adult, he's doing big things, you know what I mean? Went to Dubai two times this year, right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You ain't got no crib out there yet? Nah, you oh, been my, there for some working on it. Yeah. I know you have <laughs> 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 sure. For sure. Yeah. Before we before we get into the whole entrepreneurship in our own, our very own. <laughs> you ain't gotta sister. introduce me like I'm already. I know. No, but I, she's an entrepreneur as well. The podcast is is, is a business. So, I mean, we gonna get in all yo, that. You should be paying me to come talk to you, niggas. I told you, you're, you're, see, <laughs> your talent, yo. One day I would just be like, you are fired. <laughs> and then you are gonna be stuck with mine. And do you want that? Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be crazy. Uh, let's jump into how What's our. What's the matter with you? Don't come back doing this, yo. <laughs> we had like a good I time. We had a long time. We had. We went to a cookout together. We was chilling, and then you come back. No, because my I told Jan you. Jan just left out the middle of the cookout. Niggas don't never have your back. I literally told, when you leave a cookout and the person whose house it is is not there, and you got to go. I thought it was best to tell the person that I came with to let him know, let him and his wife know. Oh, uh, you, you was old. You was his plus one? Yeah. No, I'm just saying we came, we walked in together, so I feel I was, he I should be to accountable. I forgot tell you, like, yo, just let J- Jazz left. Okay. Yeah, I said, I told, oh, I said, yo, tell my his wife, I said, thank you, but mm. I got to go, and I couldn't find him. I see your leader. Right. He says none of that. Then Mont texts me, damn, you ain't going to say you was leaving. <laughs> I'm like, I gave the niggas the whole forgot, script. Yo. The party kept going, man. Yeah, basically, you forgot about me. Should have left a note or some shit. Yeah, at least next said, time. Yeah, said like, you know, bye to the folks you met while you was there. Yeah, like, I did. You act like I just walked out. Yeah, you can't just roll out. That's what it seemed like. No, she spoke you wasn't body. there. <laughs> Jazz was very hospitable. She was concerned about me. She's like, yo, you're not going to eat? Duh. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't going to make your plate. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, yeah. He was uh, being shy. He was trying. He was going to make his plate? You said? No, I said I wasn't going to make his Why plate. Why not? I was wor- why wouldn't you make his Do plate? Do she look like Did you make, make my plate? plates? No. You didn't ask me to. What, what, what I done made it? you a plate. Oh, all right. Next time, I'm definitely. I'm not, though. Next time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're not going to appreciate it. See, can you uh, jump into our songs real quick? Before we start our. Uh, Crack this lick. Uh, 
They say rap music oh, is subliminal. But the music for us is like our own diary. Something like a confession. They told me life is a bitch. He at that, yeah. This fool stay shaking ass in Miami. So uh, it's just. It's, yo, I look, we gonna talk about all that. Like, but uh. He at that, yo. Super coke. Nah, oh, no, no. Yeah, you. Yeah, I actually yeah, just yeah. got back in town. We uh celebrated my friend Meat's birthday. I was with his wife and her friend. So we had a really good weekend. I was in parts of Miami that I'm never at. It wasn't like. Because you was on. It was like couples retreat. No. John. See why you got to take. Because listen. Care, you're not man. listening yo. You didn't go to the spots where you no, usually like, try to you go. Know, so you me, went on like, date places. No nah, it wasn't date places. It was like clubs and like back alleys and shit. It was lit oh, though. It was oh, lit. Y'all was like sketchy. You it love was, a back alley like, bitch, don't you? You just <laughs> love an air like, hour. Was, that one spot, it looked like La Barita, <laughs> La Barita in New York, dog. It was popping, though. I had a good time, man. Uh, shout out to me. Shout out to Tiff. I mean, it was a good time, man. Did y'all uh, go to a pool party? Nah, we had a pool in our hotel. And, um, hey, look at you. That shit was, I didn't pick the hotel up. But you know I'm not staying in no meager accommodations, bro. Why not? You just need a place to sleep. No, no. The no. excitement is outside. Nah, you, you still got to sleep. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It don't still matter where sleep. you. Still got to matter where you sleep at. No, it you does. Sleep in the will. All right, yo, T, you play one of these songs, What is going on with you? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? What is up she with can, you, sis? Like, what you do? No, like, I you swear. You got beef with your niggas again? No, I'm good. I got new niggas. That's what, <laughs> that's what this is about. Like, do I'm, they drive? They drive. They got careers already. Right, like, they got these drama. people like, yo? Yo, one, one I met at, at, at school, she was my student. And um, other ones be like, you know, coworkers and shit, but... Now I'm get, I'm up in my friend game now. That's I'm up. getting new friends. They better quality. Not to say no, the old ones. The, shout out to the old ones. But like, <laughs> you know, I was looking for niggas who was really like doing shit with their life and whatnot. And it, and it just so happened to come back around. So I'm I'm excited. I got new friends. And you That's said, uh, will you meet him at again? Oh, one my newest friend is uh one of my old students. Okay. So I met her at school. Is she um. She got a career now in massage uh, she, therapy, she, or did she do something else? She was doing something else prior to that. She was a nurse before she came to school. Did, did my sister text you? No, no, she didn't text me, and I'm making sure I, I want number. I want her to because I don't want her to get scammed. One thing people be doing is they be selling like, um, well, his sister is going to like do some shit in massage therapy, but niggas be selling courses, and they'll give you a certificate, but that certificate don't mean shit, and they don't know that. So like, I don't want your sister to get scammed. I, I know niggas who be doing shit like that. Trying to be a bull on the internet. That right, yeah, one of them internet bulls. Oh, yeah. Rubbing, rubbing on people's asses and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, I can't help you with that. Y'all trying to be that, yo. Yeah, my, yeah, serious, my song, yeah. T. Yeah, serious, yo. When the mama sang us to sleep, but now we're stressed out. Wish we could turn back time to the good old days. Um... Just work, not not my job. But I was about to say, why I can it. picture you listening to this? Why oh, Rafi yeah, just shit. dipping on the fucking oh, no, on no, the curb and shit. It ain't, but it's not them, yo. It's the actual. It's the young balls this time around. Like, oh man, they are burning me out, man. For real. They so they you know they they hustle in front of uh, front of the joint and shit in front of the terminal. So they um. They just, it's like, it'd be like 20 of them. 
out there just drawing. I'm out there one day. I'm sitting out there waiting to go into the terminal. Uh, I guess somebody was they was they told him he was trapping on you trapping on my spot, bro. And all, that, all the thousand bros. <laughs> so after that's done. The boy pull out the fanny pack. He got the fanny pack in the air, like, yo, I stay with it on me. Like, I mean, don't don't play with me, bro. You know, you know what it is. And I'm just like, yo, this, this it, yo. I so I had to. I'm backed up. I'm like, cause this dickhead, I start shooting at them right. from across the street. So then he he goes down the block, and then he like shoots one in the air and shit. And it's like, yeah, I, you gotta I'm get out of there. You gotta get out of there. I'm going to fuck home. Man. You gotta I get out can't. of there. I can't. I can't. <laughs> so no, I just thought it was a side hustle out. for you. Like, you know, YouTube got a whole like genre of Kensington. Oh, that I shit. Just go down there and film it. Yeah, set up you there anyway. Set up your little tripod. There's a bull down there that be doing that shit. No, that shit be having millions of views. Like, I swear to God, if you YouTube that shit right now, we're like Philadelphia Kensington. No, they you were fine. They had your homie on there. Who? The little basketball hoop chick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That ain't my homie. That's, that ain't you my don't homie, know, but that you don't know her. Don't I know her? But all right, like, then when we was at the pizza store and you was like, "Yo," like when you say stuff on the podcast like that's my homie, you act like I like it's always I dated somebody like that. And that's how people go take it, cause I ain't say that, but your girl, everybody's I, my girl, I dog. Just you just homie, said that's yo. your friend, bro. You can't. You are not. You on cool with shorty? She a, no, cool no, because she's a female. Oh, right. Yeah, I'm not cool because she's a female. I don't affiliate with females. Wow. Uh, <laughs> when you at the when you at your lowest, that's when they stop being man. friends with you. Now, you all, yeah. yo, can we start? Wow, can we start dog. the main topic? Because that's show. what you that's what y'all do. Y'all make me pay a bad picture of me. Y'all, I'm tired of y'all. Now you can't have no fiend friends. Wow. Jesus Christ, man! Can't believe y'all. Get into the main topic, sir. So yeah, we gonna uh, we gonna get into black entrepreneurship. So, um, Haas, tell us about your business and how it all started. Uh, all right, Medina Menswear is a primarily Islamic menswear right. <clears throat> clothing company. Uh, started in April 2019. Took a trip to Saudi Arabia. Right, um, was in Mecca and Medina, and uh, a friend of mine, you know, I was visiting while I was over there. He said, "Yo, you know, you know, you should uh, essentially." Pack your check bags with some clothes and take them back and sell them. So that's that's literally how I started. I started with two check bags and okay. uh, you know brought them back and um, you know the the local masjid, my neighborhood Germantown masjid. We had like a Juma every Friday. You know I set up like a table outside of uh, outside of Juma and yeah. I, you know ended up selling out like all my stuff that first day. Um, so from that from that point on, I just. You know, kept going with it essentially, but now I got a store and stuff, so it's grown since then. In the last two, sure. two, two years, some change. Yeah. Was okay. it just the fashion out there, or you or you already had that mindset? Like, <clears throat> when I'm coming back, I gotta grab some. Or was it just that idea that uh, man threw to you? Uh, no, I was really a. I wasn't. I was opposed to it. I wasn't really. Uh, I went like as a religious trip. Uh, right. Going out there, and um, so that was my main focus, you know. But he was encouraging me. Yeah, this is something you should do. It's really just the currency exchange, like out there, is like four to one. Okay. So a dollar here is four dollars over there. Right. So I said, you know, it made sense to, you know, invest some money and hopefully get a return. You know what I mean? So, right. Yeah. Right. Would you, um, when you brought it back, like, where'd you start? Um, I literally like just, just started in my neighborhood. Like, started okay. like, you know, Germantown on Germantown Avenue. Right. Started there, just you know, folks I know. You right. Know, 
Right. I mean, that's all. That's how you. usually you gotta start, man. Just you know, put out there locally, get the feedback from yeah. you know the people that you know, your supporters and shit like that. What about you, Jack? Well, when it started, yeah, your business. Yo, it literally just started in <coughs> July, right. and it was like super accidental. I just didn't want to go to work no more, and right. I was like, "Damn, I got <laughs> enough clients." And I was, I went to go. Um, I used to do in-home massages. So I went to go work on somebody, and she was like, yo, I got a space for rent. Like, right. if you don't want to do this no more, you can rent my space. Mm-hmm. And just bet, like, 30 days later, I quit and started my own business. You got your clients from your... No, I, got, I had company? already had them oh, from, like, them my um, like my personal... I do. I used to do in-home massages. Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's very time-consuming. Like, if you even if you're paying me for an hour, it's going to take me about a half hour to set up. I got to get to the destination and all of that. So I wanted to group my people in one spot. I just didn't know where to go. Like, I didn't want to rent out, like, a whole building or something like that. So right. when a person came to me, they was like, well, I got a spot that you could just lease from me. And it just was... And that's where everybody come now. Yes, yeah, where everybody come. I don't do in home no so more. So when you, um, you said by accident, cause I went there to do the massage. I was going to stick with with doing what like my in home type of massage business, but it just since switched. she threw the since she threw it out there, it was like it could be bigger if I have somewhere. Cause everybody don't have a big space. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a small apartment or you got kids and stuff like that, and it's not really, um, oh, I'm a massage therapist, but therapist by the way, I didn't even say that. But if you don't have the space for me to come in and set up and you're going to be super comfortable, it's better for you to come to me and be able to just have everything in one spot. Then I can do all of my extra things like hot stones and shit like that cup. And I can't really carry all that stuff with me. So I could do it if you come to my place. So it just so happened to work out that Mm. way. And what's the name of your business? Serenity Massage and Energy Work. Yeah. Hi. um, You always, you never like really, as long as I know you never like been like the nine to five person you know uh i know you were selling cars at one point yeah i mean so what what made you just always had that entrepreneur spirit uh i mean i could say a mixture of things my mom for sure she always was you know i'll tell you mine man yeah, she, she, mine to yeah she always did hair or had some you know for sure something going on so probably the entrepreneur spirit came from her and i just always you know had an idea to, you know, even as a kid, I had like, you know, Pokemon cards, Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I would be trying yeah. to sell my my cards. Kid. For sure. For you sure. know what I mean? So it was always a entrepreneurial uh, ideas I always had. You did know she I mean? did she tell you or you just picked it up? As a, I think, yeah, it's like learning through osmosis. You know okay. what I mean? Like you just observe somebody. Yeah, you're always around it. And you just, you know, you just pick it up. Right. Habits. Right. Yeah. Did, did, did it go from cars and then clothes or there was like a big of a pocket in um, between those? Well, it's it's interesting. I, uh, when I was, I was flipping cars for years, that's something I did for years. But I always went to work. I always had like yeah, a, yeah. You uh, I forgot. You yeah, I'm a, you worked at yeah. Work. I'm a union electrician, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I still, you know, I'm still a union electrician. Um, so I would go to work every day and flipping cars would be my, you know, side hustle. hustle. So, uh, but when COVID happened, I had already started the Medina Menswear business. Right. It was that was like a side side hustle. I wasn't taking it serious. Um, but then COVID, you know, COVID happened. And essentially, right. the access that I had to uh, uh, car dealerships, auctions, mm-hmm. that got shut down because okay. all, the, all the auctions got shut down. So uh, I said, you know, 
I ended up getting laid off of work. Right. And I uh, couldn't flip car. I couldn't get no more cars right. to flip. I'm like, what am I going to do? So Lost 92 bricks. had got it all back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, essentially, I ended up uh, renting a space. I rented a studio space. Uh, okay. That was the first, like, brick and mortar space. Um, and just started, you know, making it happen out of there. You yeah. know what I mean? So, so. so because uh, I was wondering, like, I know he gave you the idea when you got there, but were you ever into fashion prior to that? Did you ever yeah. think about it? Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, I kind of had a little, my major in college was fashion marketing. So. Okay, so you had yeah. some sort of. Yeah, I had some uh, schooling, education, and owning a clothing business. But I just, uh, once I finished with college, I just went into the real life and got to make some money, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, and it was no longer my focus as far as the clothing business. But things happen like that, so it just kind of came full circle, you could say, you know. So when did you, like, when did you get too big for, like, just on Germantown and making drop-offs um, that you had to go storefront on them? It was like, uh, it was kind of a point where uh, I wanted to grow the business. And right. I, I, felt I had a website, had a social media. Right. But I felt like, you know, people wouldn't take me as serious if I didn't have the storefront. So I said, right. let me get a, get the storefront. And thing just started booming you know yeah. uh tremendously from there you know what i mean and did you like purposely do menswear instead of like both or uh well yeah you feel more comfortable with menswear yeah i mean uh, islamic community is a little you know men and women it's a little little, little kind of an awkward thing with right. men usually from women and women so i just figured let me just create this niche for menswear because there's already a abundance of women's uh women who own their own brands in the city so I said, let me focus on the menswear brand, and I just because it's only focus it's, on that. when it comes to Islamic clothing, I only think of two brands: it's yours and um, what's this name up? Um, Nadir. Yeah, I don't know if you know her. You probably do. Uh, oh, all Muslims know each other now. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Out of pocket. Yeah, Jabba Hijabify, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so this a she's doing her thing. She's yeah. definitely killing it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's a it's a nah. it's a number of us though. Uh, you know, Hijabify, like Hamid Holloman. That's what's up. Um, it's a number of them. You know what I mean? But everybody's you know has their lane, and they just you know. How tough was it uh, to like to start getting it to where you got it now? How tough? I mean. Uh, Definitely was some because like I'm saying that as far as you no know, people want to jump into being entrepreneurs instead of the comfortability of that check from your nine to five like how like I said how 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 tough was it or how long did it take for it to like people start picking up on it? Um, I don't you know I don't I never really sat back and mm-hmm. said let me look and see. I mean I know it's doing better than it was doing last year. Right. And last year was better than the year before. So okay. I just, that yeah, I just keep progressing with it. Right. I, I haven't really took the time to sit back and say, I oh. realize, like, okay, like, oh, man. Yeah. You just, you, but you do understand, like, then it is kind of taking off yeah. better and better than what it was for when sure. I first started. For do sure. you still have your day job? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was laid off for a minute, but yeah, I still got a day job, yeah. Is that important to have both? Uh, I would, you know, it depends on the person. The reason why I say that is because, like, I still, like, I teach so I still think it's important to like have like that steady income and also just to be doing more than one thing that I like to do. So I just was like when you said you still have your other job, it's like, oh, OK, well, you, you could actually have your dream job and still work a regular job just to kind of I don't know. I, I feel like it keeps me like well-rounded yeah. to have both. I already understand, too, like you always could use your gig to fund your 
business. That's how it you funded. Sure. That's literally right. how it did. You have to, for sure. Yeah. What well, um now what got you and what made you wanna do the oil and the Instagram massage thing where you be rubbing on people all the oil. <laughs> First of all, I don't even have an Instagram because of that. But no, what um, got you in the uh what made you wanna do massage? massage there? Yeah. Yo, it's crazy because like it just one of those things like I, I kinda knew I would be naturally good at. Like I'm a people person, I know how to use my hands. Um, I'm very into like different ways of healing a person. So if you can do it by manipulating their body, manipulating their muscles, you could really change somebody. So mm-hmm. I just seen like an old, um, like a commercial. You basically a witch. Yeah, bottom line, you know, just do a couple spells <laughs> on you and whatnot. <laughs> but I, um, I seen like a commercial a couple years ago and I went to school and that shit just came to me instantly. Like right. it just, and then when it came to like, getting into the career or whatever like everything just kind of lined up for me like I started working for doctors and stuff like that like right before I got out of school and like that was like the most money that I've made like I was 19 when I started and like the jobs that I was getting was just like crazy so I was like all right well this is just where I'm going to be at mm-hmm. and then this is 10 years later and it's like even better uh, well um how long did it take you to get um how long does that take it depends um, on where you it go. It depends on where you go. Like if you go to our, my the program that I teach at, the day program six months, the night program like nine months, depending oh, yeah. on like the hours. Okay. When I went to school, it was nine months, but for the most part, depending on the school, it's between like six and nine months where oh. you get out, get your certification. We certify you once you pass the school, but then you got to go take a state license test. Right, and then, I think that yeah, that's what my sister said. Yeah, and then after that, you pretty much free to go. So this question actually is for both of y'all. You know, um, a lot of times customers give black businesses a hard way to go. Uh, how do y'all in, in change? How do y'all feel about the customers? Because we always hear about the side of, yo, they don't do this, they don't do that, they open late, blase, blase. How do y'all feel about the customers? My field a little different. Like, it ain't. And like. Oh, I'm trying to not to offend hair people, but like <laughs> I want to say, like we attract a different attitude. Like if you're in, if you're seeking any type of healing art, you tend not to be like that type of person and be like, yo, what the fuck? They not answering their phone. This that and the okay, third. Okay, so you get a different type. of You crowd. get a different type of crowd. Right. Like these motherfuckers is people who like incense that meditate already. Like these people are not like rowdy or, or going to have an issue. They're really, really easy going. And then, like, the way you set it up is I got my website. Nobody has to call me or do anything. You go in, you pick what you want, and then you book it. And it's so self-explanatory that, like, I don't have to talk to you until you actually show up. Ooh. But I've never had any issues. When, out of 10 years of doing this, I haven't had no issues with clients. Okay. How about you, huh? Uh, I, you know... I haven't had many serious issues, but of course right. you get, you know, like dealing with retail, retail business is a little different. So of course people, you know, they may, you know, buy somewhere where it want to return it. You know what I mean? Right. So it was kind of like, you know, something different. You, yeah, you know. can't return a massage. Right. So it's a different <laughs> type of dynamic, but uh, no serious issues for the most part. Everybody who, who, you know, good people come shop with us. We, we provide a good service, good product. That's so good. for the most part, we don't have any issues like that. How many employees do you have? Uh, employees, we got what five now. What's yeah. up, man? Employing yeah. other black, black and, people, and the man. difference is, I definitely it's just me, so I don't have to deal with nobody else dealing with my customers. Right. Like I'm a really good people person, so you're never going to have an issue with me. Like I don't know if you got to like train your employees or anything like that, but 
I'm and hopefully eventually I get to that point. Yeah, I was about I, to say that's what I don't, you want that. Yeah, I do want to have employ uh, like employees. I just this was started three months ago, so hopefully in a two year plan that I expect. Hi, Irina. Yeah. What'd you say? I said you can hire, you can hire my sister. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in, in, in the two-year plan, I hope to expand. But, like, how did you go from, you know, hiring your first person? Uh, well, my first person, uh, how I found out, I was searching high and low trying to find, you know, somebody who can, you know, really be a benefit. But uh, I had a, my studio space just next door was a, another studio space was a, a, a lady. She had a clothing business also. She had a son. And I would just ask, you know, would his son be interested in working? He was like 16 at the time. So uh-huh. his first job, he ended up working. Uh, shout out to Fawaz. He was the first one we ever brought on. Then uh-huh. uh, my little cousin Tyree brought him on. Right. Uh, and then uh, Haroon, he, Haroon manages the store. Okay. Um, so, but essentially, it's, you know, it's like in the real world now, what you know is who you know. So yeah. like everybody yeah. who I've uh, hired, I know. You know what I mean? Dude. So. Let's do it. Um, you know, we all it's it's you know, it's, it's like a brotherhood yeah, team, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a family atmosphere. You know, you know, there's no uh it's more than just making money. We all wanna, you know, make yeah. money improve, right. even improve how our you, lives. Even how you know? came up. You know what I mean? For sure. You got, got your folks with you. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's yeah. dope. Because, you know, some people will be like, no, nah, I can't be dealing with family, man. That nigga, uh, I mean, I don't know. You can't have every family member, but you look like <laughs> you sort every, people yeah, out. Yeah, for sure. Did you understand, like, was it important for you to, like, hire employees or basically, like, get 16, 72-year-old boys to kind of help you out? Was that, like, a conscious decision? Um, or it just kind of fell out that way to be helpful? Uh, I mean, uh, essentially, well... I couldn't. I couldn't promise somebody fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year mm-hmm. and starting out. I could hire my first employee. I couldn't do that. So I was, let me, you know, have someone who want a summer job, part time job, started like that and just it's grown from there. You know what I mean? But it's just, uh, you know, realizing the risk that you're taking as you, you mm-hmm. hire somebody. They're counting on you to, to you know, make sure that you you know meet payroll and whatever else. So it's just uh, that's how I viewed it. You know what I mean? In your business, do you make the clothes now, or do you still source them? Uh, everything. I don't design anything myself. Well, we design them, but we outsource them to a manufacturer, and they, you know, make everything ready to sell for us. Essentially, do you, um, what made you like? Because last time when we saw you, um, you was like saying you was weaning away from boxing, and what made you just like? Put that career to the side to really focus on this. Boxing rough, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> sound easy, though. Yeah, man. It's sound sound easy, easy, man. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah, nah. It does. You want to get punched in the face? Minutes, you and that joint, guys. But it seemed like you know, because some people got the passion for it forever. Like they don't care how long. Yeah, They take a punch. It's just that's what they want to do. Folks all the time. Boxing kept me out of trouble. Okay. All through you know high school, you know. Up till I got to college, boxing kept me out of trouble. Um, so you know, what I mean, it did what it needed to do for me. Right. I ended up turning professional, had fun, got some right. great experiences. But uh, going forward, it, it made sense to transition and do something. Right. I'm I, I'm I'm the guy who's in the ring fighting. I'm looking at the guys who's ringside. I'm like, I need to be doing what them guys ringside doing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Versus being in here fighting. You know what I mean? But it's just you know. When did you start boxing? Uh, started. I was like ten. But I didn't start really competing until I was like 14. And then when you went pro? I was pro. I was uh, 21. Yeah. So. It's actually rough. Like, yeah. So now no, it feels good not to be in there. I mean, uh, 
it has its benefits, you know, mm-hmm. being in shape stuff. But for the most part, I mean, it's a uh, like any other sport. You I want to hear like the timeline of jobs because like somebody will look at you now with a storefront and they'd be like, oh, he's been doing this forever. This is the only thing he's ever done. But it's like you've had boxing, yeah. you've done your day job, and then you were selling cars, yeah. and now you're on this. So, like, what's the time frame of all of this? Um, you got, I never sat back and thought about it, you know what I mean? It's just you trying to, you know, make it happen in life, essentially. So, uh, um, I boxed. I started Turn Pro at 21. I boxed uh, for me about two years at 23. Then I took a break from boxing. Um, and then I ended up picking up a trade, uh, you know, joined the electrical apprenticeship program. Um, did that, finished that program. As I was going through that, I was still, you know, flipping cars and whatever, doing what I had to do to make, you know, right. to keep the bills paid. You feel me? And uh, from there, I just, you know, as things progressed, I ended up starting this Medina Men's business and thing. Uh, essentially, I couldn't. I, like I said, I got laid off of my job, and I couldn't flip cars no more. So I had to say, okay, I have to make this work. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's really what happened. Oh, I got to make this work. Yeah, I focus on this, and then it, eggs it in this basket right yeah. now. Yeah. I feel you. I was I always try to be the person who, if this go bad, I can lean on this. If this go bad, I can lean on that. But when you only got one option, that's what another thing with entrepreneurs if they. Uh, it's a difference of opinion somebody who who only want to be an entrepreneur if they want a job and do entrepreneurship but if you only have one plan you only got one you know if if your business is the only thing that you need to make it work it's going to be a little different Mm. from somebody who got a job and they can you know what I mean so my thing I I had to make this work so that's what I did you know how does um, you know your religion tie into Clothing. Okay, yeah. So a huge, uh, huge uh, Medina is a very popular, well, historic place in Islamic right. uh, religion. It's like the city of the Prophet uh, Muhammad, peace be upon him, and uh, that's where the business started. So, right, uh, you know, my, my friend, he lived in uh, shout out Mujahid. He, he's still still in Medina. He uh, he lives there in Medina, and that's where the business started. Started in Medina. So mm-hmm. that's and I, from there. I uh, came back and you know just went from there. You know okay. what I mean? What um, what fashion like? Cause you know, I guess you could say back in the day, all it was, you know, with the Islamic brothers sisters, just throbes and hijabs and everything. What 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 did you see to make you start making it more fashionable for um, um, I see for everybody to wear. I just seen like uh, it wasn't a lot of representation like as far as Islamic uh, right because it's just traditional yeah. probably like two garments or whatever yeah, uh, uh, thobe is our but I looked at started looking at certain brands like uh, like Fair God you know, okay Fair God is a brand is essentially it's a Christian brand right but uh, he just implements his beliefs into with his design that's dope and that's something that I picked and, up and that's what you did with yours yeah that's essentially what I'm you know, trying to accomplish um, yeah. I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. I came with that. What about? Yeah, what you about to say? No, I thought you had another question. Oh no, go ahead. You about to say something? Nah, I don't have a question right now. You, anything you got, Jeff? No, I just want to. Do you instill like the owning your own business or into that into like your employees? Like, do you think they look up to you for those reasons? Uh, I can. I you had to ask them, but I definitely say, yo, you know, this is what this is what we got going on here. 
but definitely flap your wings to or whatever you learn here, use it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I worked at a number of different retail jobs, and I use what I learned in those retail jobs in my business. So, you know, of course, I'm encouraging them to go right. start your business, create jobs, create opportunities for other people. You know what I mean? So just passing it along, you know. Because, I mean, you figure there's nothing wrong with having a nine to five. So it's just you'll have these people that tell you, you ain't shit. Why are you still working for blah, 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 and, and, and doing all this? But it's like, some, it's rough. Everybody can't be a business owner. Like, you, I guess you need, like, like what's the thing? Like, shit said before, like, oh, you need bus drivers. You need, sure. um, sure. I mean, like, you need somebody to work your store, work your register. Like, right. you, you, everybody want to be the boss, and then it's like, well, how are we going that's you like know, a, a, fat, a fat one. For everybody the boss who's really working. Mm-hmm. You, know what I'm nice. so, you know. Yeah. Uh, everybody got a role to play. Nobody just, you know, wakes up, oh I'm right. I'm, the, I'm a boss. You right. know what I mean? Right. No, it's what, just, what what Jay say? I never seen a worker with so many Jews. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just uh you know, it's just I know when I was uh younger, you know, mm-hmm. 16, 17, 18, I had actually took an internship for like a month with a store owner down on South Street, like seven south. Okay. It was like my senior project in high school. Mm-hmm. Did an internship, uh and I learned all about running a essentially a retail boutique. And that's what I do now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's just uh but at seventeen or eighteen years old, of course I'm not ready to run right. a business. You right. know, so you just gotta uh, is is uh, I think is everybody has a role to play. Right, but you kept what you knew because once you kept what you knew, then at least prepared you when you got older. Because like, oh well, now I know I do it. Now I can, I mean, run a business to where people just jump out and be like, yo, I'm about to just own this now. That's when you get the rude customer service and all that other stuff. It's <laughs> like, oh, sometimes you uh you got to really prepare and come up with your business plan to do right. this. You can't just jump into it because that's when, you know, shit starts getting hectic. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you got to have a, a plan, a vision. It all starts with a vision, I think. Like, you mm-hmm. got to see, okay, what do you want for your business? What do you want for your brand? Right. And uh, it's executed, essentially, you know. Did you write all that down first before you did it, or you just was like, all right, I got to nah, do this? I write it all down. It's very important to, yeah. like, write down. Like, if you look at my notes in my phone, it's like just goals, goals, goals that I want to accomplish. And it's just, uh, it's just you know, being uh, accountable with yourself is how I look at it. No, nah, because even, even when I called you to tell you what's coming on the show, yeah. you said, yo, I'm putting this in my schedule right now. Locked it right in. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Didn't I tell you to start doing that? Yeah, Which you did. did you start? Definitely. Yeah, I did. Okay, good. Use your calendars, y'all. Yeah, definitely. It's very helpful. Absolutely. Uh, where do you see your brand going, man? Uh, I mean, hopefully seven figures. That's that's like my main goal now. Right. Hit a seven figure year. Um, that's like a huge. You know, that's the next goal. Right. Um. So. Do you have any cities that you feel like that you've been to in this country that might be missing out? And need your brand yep. Baltimore, D.C., Atlanta At least that I can name off top That's already like I'm trying to mm-hmm. network with folks there To partner up right. and do some, you know Open the store there So, for sure Yeah. When you um, when you brought back everything Like the garments when you came back um, From Saudi Arabia Do you now take stuff out there? Um, what do you mean? Like, like yeah, yeah, you could, yeah. Do you are um, like when you went back now? When you went back, do you either ship your stuff or are you pushing your brand out there? Uh, Saudi's a little more difficult kind of to get into. More like UAE. I try okay. to more uh, market to the Dubai, like you know, okay. I mean, UAE. Okay. Um, 
but uh, no, I have as far as shipping to Saudi. No, I never. Right, well, not just Saudi Arabia, but just like you know, over there now. Did you ever you know push your brand to like you said Dubai or? Yeah, we were more like trying to focus more on Dubai. On Dubai, okay. What is the sure. difference for you, like du- Dubai and Saudi Arabia? Um, I, the difference is uh, just Dubai is more of a tourist uh, destination. So when folks go to Dubai, they're going to spend money or make money. Yeah, you know? buy like Vegas. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> you know what I mean? So uh, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But uh, it's just a, I look at that market as more of an opportunity market than the Saudi. I may be wrong though, you know. Yeah. I mean, whatever works for you. Yeah. Like you would know better since you've been know, out like there. Slash Miami, like right. yeah, it's like Miami. It's Miami on steroids. It's, sure. All right. <laughs> What's something that you feel like you had to cut out as an entrepreneur? Like something that you were just like, is it like waking up early, going to sleep, not going out? Um, what was like the biggest sacrifice for you so far? Uh, I mean, you sacrifice a lot. You know what I mean? Definitely a lot of your time, energy. Uh, you know. It just yeah, I fully find myself working from when I wake up till I go to sleep. Mm. So even if uh, you know, it, it, other people may not consider working if I'm if I'm planning things out, if I'm planning a, a, a work schedule for the week, or if I'm just planning ideas for designs going forward. That's essentially working. I don't view it as working because I enjoy doing it, you know. But uh, it's just sacrificing a lot of time. I wouldn't say. Uh, I mean, I do miss time with my kids sometimes, you know, so that's that's a little rough. But, you know, uh, for the most part, you, know, you got to, you know, make a sacrifice to make a better future for y- yourself. And, you know, for your what kids, you sacrifice, so. what you've been doing. Time. Since you, I've okay. had time for shit. Like and I like it because I like being busy. But like I was telling my friend, she's like, well, when are you going to be free? I'm like, never. You just got to really catch free of traffic yeah. because mm-hmm. even if you get, like, if it's not on your scheduled day off, you still got to go get supplies. You still got to make sure shit is clean or you still got to kind of run your regular life on the days where you're not busy working. So, you won't, I just realized, like, I don't have no free time. Right, like I, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, I thought I would have. That's not a thing. Yeah, free time, you got to make time. You got to make time. Yeah. And that's fine, though, because it's like, I don't have no kids. It's just me. So, it's, it's a little bit more enjoyable when I don't have to worry about, like, damn, if I could get somebody up for school. But I can only imagine being, like, a parent doing this shit. It would be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, you're going... Different type of motivation, for sure. Man. Mm-hmm. You have somebody with you, it'll help. What but, What's up? What's some advice y'all got for entrepreneurs, like up and coming entrepreneurs? And just the people that, you know, sometimes people look at, like, see how you guys are established and they think, like, it was just easy Mm -hmm. to just be where you're at. I'm going to go first because I got less experience. I feel like like a lot of people, like, they see the ending result and they don't put the work in. They don't want to put the work in. So I want to talk about that for a second. I wouldn't even consider myself all the way established just because I started three months ago. Like, I don't even want to put that out there. Like, like right. I'm just, you know, right. to super know everything. But what I will say is start. Like, I would, I took so long from in my opinion to start and thought it was going to be very hard. It's like, start grabbing your materials. Start For me, it was like, start grabbing sheets, lotions, oils, stuff like that. Right. Like, things you know you was going to need to use. Like, whatever extra money I had, it all went to prepping like getting supplies and stuff like that just start you don't have to have every single thing when you first start i you know with any business you start you probably like damn i gotta get the top of the line this that and the third it's like nah all you need is a handful of this and a handful of that and as you keep going you just keep adding to it 
And that was like probably my biggest thing. And then learn as you go. Like every entrepreneur I bumped into, I just asked them something like, like I was like, damn, how you book your clients? Somebody hooked me up with a cool booking service. How you do a website? Like me and my girlfriend was online figuring that out, watching a hundred YouTube videos. We got the website together. It was like, I asked nothing but questions to anybody Mm -hmm. who knew, yo, how you do the phone number? Like, which, which website did you use for the business cards? Which kind should I get? I stayed asking people around me questions because I don't know nothing about it. And I ain't had nobody to go to like, I really don't know too many people that own their own businesses that got time to talk. Mm. So anytime I did get a chance to like be around somebody who was somewhat doing the same thing, I just ate all of that up with, uh, I would even write questions in my notes. Like, Oh, when you bump into anybody who know about this, ask them about it. Okay. So it was just pretty much starting no matter what. And then asking people as, as I go like along the way about what they did and how to do certain things. Like, I don't know nothing about taxes. Do you know somebody? Can I get a reference to this, that, and the third? And a lot of people were super helpful. So I would say, like, don't be embarrassed. Open your mouth. Like, the best, the worst somebody could do is not know, but the best somebody could do is really help you with something you need. Right. I think people struggle with that, talking to people. Yeah, and you, I mean, they're just people. I'm it out the mud. It's like, oh, no, it, you don't even got to do all that. You're going like, to lose a lot like, of money and a lot of stress and a lot of struggle. And sometimes you just don't want to go. You don't want to tell somebody your idea because you think they're going to steal it or mm. whatever it is that is keeping you from opening your mouth. But for the most part, people are more helpful than you think. Right. Like they, they don't mind giving up like a little bit of information because they probably don't think it don't mean shit in the first place. What about you, House? I would say uh, get started. Whatever you want to do, uh, just get started. You know, uh, you that's know, the hardest part. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. The hardest part is you know putting the shoes on. You know, <laughs> tying your shoes for sure. Just to right. get whatever you gotta go. Um, and you know, seek out a mentor. Seek out somebody who can help you out along the way. Right. You know, even if you just accompany them, uh, learn how they move, what they do, it helps a, a tremendous. Like what you essentially did was find different mentors for different things different people to help you out give you insight and it it saves a lot of time money money energy you know what i mean so that's my best advice but definitely get started and you know run it up uh, Go ahead. uh just for both of y'all uh would y'all could y'all like explain i guess your um like the profit margin of being an entrepreneur like because i feel like you won't start making your own money because everything you get is putting back into the business so like how long would y'all say y'all took or if you remember because you don't keep timelines or anything if y'all remember how long would it take for y'all like y'all i'm finally starting to make some income for myself i could go first because it don't take that much to do what i'm doing okay like it took it didn't even take a first lesson security i just had to pay my first month rent um the girl who I started renting a place with, we actually shared the space. So everything I needed was kind of there. I only had to put in like probably like $300 worth of like actual equipment into a room. So that plus what three something in rent, it was like what three seventy five in and rent in a studio, um, $300 in what you call them? Like, I, uh, the, like the first set of materials, like okay. I'm talking about the first month, not all the materials, but like right. the first little couple sheets that I needed or oils and all that came out to like maybe three something. 
um, purchasing some more uniforms. That's up to the discretion of whatever it is that you need to wear. But let's say like I I went in and I probably put in like a thousand dollars and like I made my first I made so I made all of that back within the first two weeks. Okay. So everything after that was now was profit. profit. So I, 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 if you do something on a larger scale, you might have to wait longer. But I didn't have to put that much out to start the business. Okay. So now it's just whatever go to taxes, whatever go to supplies, rent, and now just kind of like a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Like I just, you know, this is what I made. Let me take out tax money first. And then if I don't need to order nothing, which you don't seem to need to order something every week. All right, this is what I take out for like I would pay myself like I pay myself at a job. And then I'll, I just try not to because I don't know what I need next, like as far as marketing and all that yet. I just don't spend all my money. And I, I, I use like what I do is I just hold it and f- spend kind of how I if I need to. But I just use my day job as my actual lifestyle funding because. I know I can make that at any time, but okay. businesses, it fluctuate. So I'm really just trying to focus on keeping my shit super afloat until mm-hmm. I know how to take it to the next level. Okay. Evan, what about you? Um, profit, you said profit. Yeah. I mean, it depends on how you look at it. If you look at it, I look at it, there's two different type of businesses, retail business. Uh, if you look at this one product, okay, I might buy this product for $7, but if I sell it for $40, you know, I, I made a profit on that product. Right. Um, now, but if I bought, you know, everything wholesale, if I looked at it, you know, if I got to sell the whole thing, it, it may take me a year to sell that whole thing. Okay. So, uh, you know, I just, you know, I really don't look at it as the whole thing. I look at, okay, I, I, once I get a product sold, okay, mm. I made money on that product. Right. You know, then. Uh, so it didn't take you probably like, a, or mainly like a year to start getting everything. Once you start selling everything. You know, you, everything you make now is, is a profit. So it, it didn't take you long to start making profit off of your uh, items. So yeah, that's at least how I look at the numbers. That's okay. how I did my numbers. If I paid this price for it and I could, I'm selling for this price, okay, I made a profit on that. Then, okay, the extra, I'll reinvest it or, uh, you know, reinvest it, pay myself, of course. With, right, because that's carrying costs. I say that because, like, you know, my wife and and her, um, my wife and her friend, with their business, it took them at least like, like they were making money, but just to start having money to themselves, it, it took like at least like a year because everything they made went right back into the business. business. Yeah, that's so, right. But they probably require a lot more supplies yeah. than it was to. Because sometimes even when you start a business, you don't even have money to for the supplies. So like your first client is paying for this, and then your next client is paying for that. Okay. So you got to wait till all of that accumulates for you to actually start making money. So basically, it depends on what you do. Yeah, it depends on what you do, how much you actually started with, and then how much you need to keep going. Okay. That's what I would assume. Yeah. So, I would say that first year, I definitely, like I said, I still worked the job. You know, I still went to work every day. So I was able to find my business and, and just uh, live without. I didn't have to live off my business. Essentially. Right. I, I lived off um, what I went with, to work every day. So um, that first year, I, I wouldn't. I didn't really think about profits because I was doing it trying to grow the business. Yeah, yeah. Anytime I was able to get a new email from somebody, okay, I got, I got the email on my database. I get a, uh, a number from somebody, I got the number on my database. Now I can market to them, you know, right. that I can, you know, hopefully keep them as a customer, keep them as a client. 
So that first year, for sure, nobody, you know, most businesses don't think about profit. Mm. They just think about growing a business, for sure. Yeah, That's what I would say I would be more excited about. Like, I would, like I thought making the money for myself was going to be, like, what I was excited about. But what you just say, once I see a new client come in or somebody else sign up, I got somebody else email to, like, market to, mm-hmm. that's more important. I'm more focused on the number of people than, like, the amount of money. Right. Because people going to bring people. It's going to bring it, people. Uh, the money will come. The money going to come. Of people. Okay. I'm just trying to get as many bodies as possible so mm-hmm. that I can just expand on what I'm doing. And get as many bodies. Bro, pause. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't want to say it, but I, I saw it in his eyes, you know. <laughs> Real quick, guys. Um, online sales. How, how's that going for you? Online sales, uh, not as good as my POS sales. My POS sales is like, you know, that's why I do the majority of yeah. business. But online, that's what we're like focusing on now you okay. know, as far as shipping orders nationwide, you know. Right. We ship the we ship nationwide to right. uh, even you know we ship to Paris to different countries and stuff, but uh, that's what we focusing on going forward. You know what I mean? But what are, what are, what are some what are you, what's your game plan for marketing? For marketing, the brand. Uh, getting with creatives, getting with people folks who that's their specialty. That's, right. not, that's not my specialty. So that's another thing. You right. got a business, get with people who are good at what they do, and you know work with them. Okay. So, yeah. Did you like start at first, like try with Instagram and all that yourself, Facebook marketing or whatever? And it was just like, ah, <laughs> ah. Yeah, I did everything myself. Literally, like you know, I did everything myself as far as ad spend, spending money on ads. Did it all myself. Mm. Made mistakes, figuring it out. Uh, what would be your advice for that? Like, should the person, no matter their budget, go in and try to find somebody that can do it? Like, pay somebody to do it or just try on their own first, see if they're good at it? Depend on their budget, essentially. You know, if they got a budget, they got a serious budget to, to just, you know, put on ads. Of course, it's going to reach a lot of eyes on the social media and stuff. But uh, if they don't, then they got to figure it out themselves. They got to, you know, see what works, see what doesn't work. And you know, they got to be in it for the long haul. You know what I mean? Not just trying to just make that one sale. No, you got to essentially try to marry your customer you know what i mean your customer you gotta want that customer every time they want to make a purchase you want them to come back to your website to your store you know what i mean so that's that's essentially how i view it versus i don't know how the how other mm-hmm. folks view it what's your difference in the train of thought between selling cars and selling clothes good question uh versus selling cars versus selling clothes well i guess yeah i did learn a lot of marketing from selling selling cars uh Selling, I mean, you know, they're both a need-based business. You know, folks need cars to get from A to B. Folks need clothes to to keep warm. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I think uh, my clothing business, I enjoy much more. I, I like cars. I'm a car person, but it was more of uh, just a means to an end. Clothing, I'm actually passionate about it. Like I said, I went to college for it. So it's a different uh, dynamic, I'll, I'll say, in that regard. I would definitely say it do make business do seem better and slightly easier when you've already been doing something in that field and you really like it. Like, because I love massage and I love what I do, I don't really think about it and I'm not chasing the money. It's just like, oh, this is my job again. I'm just doing it for myself. Yeah. It's like, it's okay. But I think if I was to be like trying, being out here trying to like fit, flip sneakers or cars or something, it'd be a hassle or a headache because it's just not something I'm into. But the, the hassles and the headaches are going to come, and it yeah. makes it worse when they come because you're like, oh, then I got to, you know, you got to deal with the headache, you know. But first, if you was passionate about it, you know what I mean, you would just say, all right, it is what it is, you know. They come with the territory. That's what, definitely true. What's your biggest sellers? 
Uh, socks. Okay. Socks. Why socks? A thing. So, uh, people see them. They just, uh, <laughs> they just, you know, they think it's, you know, it's just an add-on. Everything like you ever go to the supermarket and you see like a candy bar or something at the register. Same principle, you know. The, the candy bars probably sell more than the, than the milk, but yeah, you're that you're 100 right about that because it's like you got the stuff in your cart. Like, damn, let me grab a little candy mm-hmm. bar when you leave. So it's like they get they get whatever they get yep. when they start and then grab a few pairs of socks. Absolutely, definitely. socks are definitely a thing. Yeah, you uh, how's your online? I don't you know. sell nothing online. Oh, we talking about like uh, just far <laughs> as. Everything is online. Like, that's the only way you could really not. Mm-hmm. You could book me by phone, but I prefer everything to be online. It's seamless. Because I asked that because is it do you feel like is is it better online or is it better to have your your physical place to get all your products out and, you know, have people come in and buy it? Um, because I already I initially focused on the storefront. Okay. I want to say storefront. You like the storefront better. But, okay. you know, the, the 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 online is where you, it goes through the roof. Mm-hmm. You can look at Amazon. You can look at any of these. Right. Companies. Do men try clothes on? Uh, yeah, that was another thing we have in the clothing store. You know, they want you want folks to be able to come in and try to clothes on. But um, online is where it's at. You know, you got to you gotta have a strong online presence right. to, to really grow the business. To, yeah, to I was going to say how much does uh, social – how much – how much does social media help your brand out? Tremendously. Yeah, tremendously. That's essentially how I started first, from the very first day. I was still in, in Mecca. I was in Mecca, and I was started Instagram. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, it just started from there. Just, you know, started to make it, make it happen from there. Okay. That's dope. Of course men got to try to close on. I, I never know. hear about men, like, trying clothes on, ever. Y'all just see everything. You, I see you just buy it. Yeah, like, oh, I've never fit. seen it happen. Oh, okay, I've always seen guys just go in the store and just buy it. And be like, oh, I think this I know my this size. Year, I know last year they always with hold the whole... shit up and be like, just like it fit. <laughs> <laughs> you know that's true because you sure. do got you got to know your size, you know. So you can't just keep yeah, putting like, oh, on clothes shit, this, all this day. Shit runs but small, cause <laughs> what about picking your location? Location is very important. Like, did you think about that? Did you have like a parts of the area, like the neighborhood, where you felt like this would be more needed in certain places? Uh, well, we st- still a young business. Also, this business still only mm-hmm. uh, a little over two years old. So our lo- our first two locations are uh, essentially the places we know best. You okay, know, for, we're most comfortable. At. Like I, I haven't you know I haven't looked into going to a let's say DC. I got to learn about what's going on in DC. But right. as far as it, Philly, especially Germantown area, I know what's going on in Germantown area. So, uh, and it's a hugely popular Muslim populated area. So it's a lot of Muslims in that area. So of course that's my main uh, demographic who's shopping with me. So that's that's what it, we put the store at. How long did how long did it take you? Uh, just like another entrepreneur saying, how long did it take you to get the the new building you at now? Versus going from the firehouse, John, and uh, uh, eighteen months. We was at firehouse for eighteen months. Okay, yeah, year and a half. Yeah. So you have two locations, or one moved to the. We other? moved to the new. Lo- okay. Well, the first one was a studio space, so we was we was really like in the basement. We didn't okay. have no windows. We didn't have no sign out front, so we. Uh, and that's where you started. So how did from anybody know us? you was there? Like how social did you media. get that? Okay, and just word of mouth, you know, social media. Do homework. <laughs> Listen, Don, don't don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did homework, he definitely man. the fire you the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, yes, I, you know, I pay attention, man. Thank you. 
But when when you got a good product, folks will find you out. You know, yeah, that's undeniable. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's whatever they they like it. They'll come get it. No matter where it's at, the word of mouth helps. And like I said, the social media presence. It's all about letting people know, like, yo, we here. I mean, I, I got something new. Come, come get it at this spot. But you said it took like a like a year and some change. Year and a half, yeah. Did you have to do like photo shoots and yeah, all of that? We do all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Photo shoots, uh, like camp. That's what we're really giving more energy to now, as far as like cre- creating campaigns. Like you know, especially with the social media market, you got to have like a, a campaign to right. uh, really you know uh, to reach as many people as possible. And so it took you my fault. Uh, and it took you what you said you were doing last. Ten years until was, somebody came and was like, "Yo, I got a spot for you." Or? Yeah, I mean, I've been offered like or just had opportunities prior to that. I just didn't know where I wanted to take it mm. or what I wanted to do. Like, I was just like, "This is my twenties. Like, I just wanted to have fun. Okay. I didn't want to be responsible." So, like now, I'm at a point in my life where I feel like, "All right, I'm cool. I'm ready for the responsibility. Like, I mm. can do it." But before, I just didn't feel like it. Are you just being? <laughs> fucking young Like I wouldn't even call it lazy I just would figure like just You like, got I just yeah. I just so many Other no, things right, I wanted to young. do Like just mm-hmm. You know Just being young Like I wanted to travel I wanted to right. like Hang out I wanted to I still was always Making money And I knew like I always thought Like I was just Going straight into teaching Like all I knew I always wanted to teach So I was like Alright bet Like that's a A career field I never really cared To Do it for myself but then I was like, all right, well, I know all this shit. I might as well right. I'm just, create I'm a just business out of it. Trying to point that point is like you gotta start from somewhere. Like you're not just gonna get the building and or you gotta sell it out the trunk first. Like I don't know how are you how old you are now, but you technically started at seventeen, even if you didn't go straight into it. Mm-hmm. Like when you was doing that, um when you was working at the store, like that was like the scent the seed that was being planted. Like essentially that's the same thing for me. Like I started at nineteen, but I didn't think to take it to having my own place until 29. So it was like, oh, okay, well, it all came full circle. Yeah, everybody doesn't just grow up like, yo, I'm about to start working for myself. Like sometimes, and I didn't see that. Yeah, it just take it takes people like it takes people that put the bug in your ear about the clothes, and then and your mom having that background being an entrepreneur, and the lady just saying, yo, you've been doing this so long, you got so many clients, get your own spot. So it, it just takes people right. to I push would say you I ain't had an entrepreneurial spirit. Huh? I said I would say I didn't have an entrepreneurial spirit right. like prior to this. Right. Like my mom, she worked in like a nine to five. My dad was a scammer, so it was like I. <laughs> oh, you should have took at the see. Yeah, see, and, and, and that's what made me want it. But honestly, it's like sadly enough, I never really seen like entrepreneurs outside of like scammers and drug dealers. Right. So I didn't really think to be like, oh, work for myself. Right. I just thought, let me go find a great job. And like that'll take care of me. I don't want to be a I, scammer, drug. Dealer. I didn't want to be. I didn't. I would have been if I felt like I was tough <laughs> enough to do it. <laughs> but it just it just sucks that like I didn't. It wasn't until like my later twenties where I started to like find mentors or find people that I actually could look up to who was doing shit on their own that was actually mm. positive. Prior to that, it was it was not it. You heard about my grandma? Like it was sure, no, yo, not it grandma, was, not it, was, it was no good influences. Not right. day. Um. With so so much being, so many companies built off cosigns, how does it feel to just start and just, like, make your, make your shit pop from scratch, like, from the ground up? 
Uh, I mean, I, I definitely want to go way forward. I got, you know, I think we doing, we're doing all right now, but yeah. I want to, you know what I mean, keep growing and growing. I got, you know, more things to accomplish, but uh, I feel good, you know what I mean? Yeah. To, uh, I take my hat off to you because that's like, I see a lot of brands and a lot of brands be out here, but they be good and then they get that one person and they be like, oh, that's why. And then they take off, yeah. But it's like, you got to respect the people that don't have that and it's still and they just well. they popping just as much as them without yeah. no coastline right. so. yeah I mm-hmm. mean uh, you know like I said we uh, you know we we just you know we, we just really some guys from from around the way who right. who said let's you know let's start this business and, and it's doing well we got a lot of support we got a lot of tr- tremendous amount of support from 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 the community and uh, we just uh, we just looking to keep growing you know what I mean it's dope you're doing something positive in your community you've been employing black men I mean, I, I take my hat off to you, Hoss. I mean, I think it's pretty dope. So that's Appreciate the cosign it. right there, dog. The community. Yeah, that One, you got the community. Uh, you know, nothing else matters. I mean, it's it's up from here. Yeah. Uh, when y'all uh, jumping back into the mentor, right? Y'all ain't had to pay them, did y'all? Because I see a lot of. Uh, technically, but not technically. It didn't go straight into. Yo, give me. No, it was more so like for for my career, we have to take continuing education classes. Your so, mentor was a teacher, huh? Your mentor, like, yeah, he was. It was already a teacher. Okay. It was already like all my right, muscle. Right, so it was cool like enough. I had I paid to take the class, and then like after the class, I would just chill with him and pretty much pick his mind. So it all okay. started all off right. with me taking classes, and now he, I could call him and be like, oh, right. I can, I need to help with this, that, and the third, or I don't right. understand this, that, and the third. And that will be very helpful, but it did kind of take me to, I mean, I had to meet these people in school too, so mm. it was like, you got to put something out to kind of bump into people who making money because mm. they're not just standing around. Right. And you, you got to be where that's at. What you going to say, yeah. huh? What was the question? Like, exactly? like just mentorship. Like, because I see a lot of online people, they just like, yo, give me this, selling, man. Selling, I mentor. Like selling mentor. Yeah, right yeah. yeah. Selling that free game. Yeah. I mean, I don't knock them. Like, you know, that mm-hmm. definitely. You, you, you got to know your worth. For you sure. Know your worth. <laughs> for sure. Um, did I pay anybody? No, I never paid right. anybody. Okay. Now, I sit back sometimes, but I should have just paid for somebody to tell me to do X, Y, Z. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but. I didn't pay anybody, me right. personally. You know what I mean? But, you know, you network, make friends with people. You're going to learn about certain things just from being around people. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, how, how important is networking in your business, in your field? Very much important. Very much. Uh, literally, my, my business wouldn't be able to function if I didn't know certain people in certain places and have certain connections. So, it's just... Uh, it could it could exist, but it wouldn't uh, exist in a, in a way it does. But like you know, in the real world, there's anywhere in the world you gotta. It's not what you know, you it's who to. you know. You have to, and you Central. know, yeah, money goes uh, certain things, but having relationships with people helps For even sure. more so. You know what I mean? That just yeah. reminded me, of like Philly, we always think like reaching out to people was considered being Joe. How did you get over that, <laughs> no. or did you ever have an issue with that? Uh, I must say I didn't have an issue with it, but I just realized uh, as you know, you move in different circles of people. Uh, you know, you gotta network with people. You gotta be genuinely interested in what other people have going on, so they'd be interested in what you got yeah. going on. So you know, what I mean, it's just uh, that's that's all networking is essentially. You know, you f- figure out what this person you know got going on, and and how can y'all be a benefit to each other? Or if if not, just 
uh, bigging them up or supporting them as much as possible. You know what I mean? That's just yeah, that's that, that's rough for uh, a Philadelphia boy. Yeah, that's called, be that's like, called being Joe. To be like, yo, man, I, weirdest, I like what you doing. I weirdest, like what you doing, man. I respect what you're doing. It's like, man, get out that man dick. You no, know, but it's not cool, yo. <laughs> it's like, talk. And if you get out, Work. imagine, imagine how good everybody could be doing if we didn't have them in top. Mm. I mean, it's, it's wild. Like, I reach out to my man. I say, yo, can you come on? He's doing me a favor. And right. essentially, we're both doing each other favors. He's getting his brand out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, Absolutely. so it's dope. Like, you post to help one another out. But right. it's just like, we just don't have that in the city. I mean, so, not rough. It's definitely a mental block. You know, like, sure. it's like a mental, I don't know why. I don't, I don't know why. It's like the, we got it. it but just, it's really a it's Philadelphia just, thing. Like, I done been to Charlotte, been in other places. Right. And like, yeah, they really sure. support each other, like, 100%. You know what I mean? So, it's different. It's definitely different. It been, yeah, places like, we just, like, people walk up to you, talk to you, all type of shit. And you be like, the fuck it? And it's just it's just that city mentality, man. It, it's, but it's, it's crazy. It's fucked it, up. It's crazy because it's everything in the city like that. Like if you do music, you do a podcast, you do clothing. Until you get into a certain status, yeah. people ain't messing and with they ain't you. Ain't gonna fuck with you. You yeah, not, man, you not this. Until you get to we, a certain spot, they ain't feeling you. But then when you start popping, everybody around. You mean? I I think it depends on how you look at it too. Like if you waiting for people to fuck with you, or like you hoping that they do. Like if you just keep moving, I'm pretty sure you wasn't really worried about like social media presence as far as like being popular off of this. A lot of times people want to start something so they could be cool. It's like mm-hmm. no, nah, you did this because you said you just two jobs kind of fell through. This is what you had, and you're gonna make it work. So I think when you really trying to be like. Decent or known for something, that's when you kind of get caught up in right. the Joe quote unquote dicky and and that's and that's when or people think you can't do the shit. same thing. Like I always hate like oh I can't do that because such and such do it. Wow, there's two Chinese stores on the same yeah. block in certain in certain places. Wow, no nobody says oh it's a poppy store over here and there's a poppy store right here. Pants and Geno's are across the street. Across from each the other. street, like, I'll never see them throwing shots at each other. <laughs> so it's, so that that's, that's that's dope though. People gotta have that mindset. Like you gotta get over the mental hurdle of like. Because you have a clothing line that somebody else can't have a clothing line, or right. blank, blank, blank is already right. doing it. It's like you could do it slightly different, right? And the Absolutely. person who put you onto it didn't like look at you as like, oh, I can't tell them to do X, Y, and Z because it's going to take away from me. Like he essentially kind of held nah, you he up, just being a friend. Like, yo, just this is something you should do. And, and I was brushing it off, like you know what I mean. To mm-hmm. the last day I was in Medina, he was like, mm-hmm. do I was like, all right. You know what I mean? So having good people around you too. Is yeah, because it definitely, it, it definitely could have been a. No, nah, I'm gonna keep this idea to myself, and I'm gonna go down there and, and start selling sure. shirts for sure. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's dope for having good people around you. It's, I mean, they out here. It's just that I think we focus on the the dumb people. You gotta focus on you gotta focus on the positive more yeah. than you focus right. on the negative. Right. I think that's what we tend to do. It is. Uh, I was having a conversation with somebody today about. Greatness, and it was like we look like Floyd Mayweather is undefeated, right? And we picked that apart. I was like, yo, he never lost a fight. That's serious. Why don't we respect that? Why don't we like? And then they I see why. Why don't they we take shots? Just him. At that? It's him. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you think about it, some people are just not likable. But no. Mm-hmm. But even if like like we take LeBron, why do we take shots? Like this guy has no blemishes in his real life. For sure. He's been to ten NBA finals. The first thing we say when we compare, we say mm-hmm. something about Brian. Oh, he lost six chips. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
we're never going to see another player like this for years to come. You put that bullshit aside. And I think people just don't like greatness. People just don't like people to win. Like why? Like I, that's there's no rhyme or reason for that's that. A, that's a you could just that's pick. a story for another day. Yeah, you know I mean, Brown is a winner. Floyd is a winner. Exactly. When you I wake like up winners, in the morning, you know what's the first thing you do for your business? For my business? Yeah. Brush my teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because you know, I make sure my brush my good before I start talking to folks. But uh, um, on a serious note, I, I mean, I get up, I pray. You know, what I mean, that's literally the first thing I do every day. I pray. Offer this a lot, then whatever I got to do that day, that's, that's what I get out and get done. You know what I mean? Right. It's no, it's no serious. Like I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't really. It was just that's it. I just get up, and pray, pray. Right. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you got a special inventory list, and no, I'm just everybody got something different for what they need. But you gotta check your calendar. Yeah, I gotta check my calendar. Gotta see who I got today. Gotta see who, who and where and what they need for the session. Mm-hmm. And then that's how I start my day. Like I, I make sure I got everything I need for blank, your blank, coffee, blank. and you walking around. I don't drink coffee on your iPod and phone. Yeah, all of that. All your devices. Make, make sure all the moods is, is set, the energy is right, and then go to work. Ah, so where can they find you at, man? Where's the story? Where's yeah, the, where can uh, they book so, you yeah, at, we, man? At Medina Menswear. That's the Instagram, Facebook, MedinaMenswear.com the website. Okay. Uh, the address four nine zero five Wayne Avenue, Philadelphia, okay. PA. One nine one four four. We open Tuesday to Sunday, so yeah, come check us out anytime. Mm-hmm. What about you, Jay? Uh, my website SerenityMassageEnergyWork.com and my phone number two one five four eight five six zero five six. That's the business number. If you need anything, call, text, you know, whatever, whatever you need. Okay, man. Um, episode one twenty nine. Y'all know where to find us at, man. Y'all get more than socks, man. We <laughs> yeah. need y'all to grab everything for my boy, pants, man. man. Throbes, all that. Yeah, we need y'all to grab all that, man. We appreciate you for coming in, man. For Thanks sure. for dropping some gems. For sure. Both of y'all. Even though appreciate you, you. you live here. You work here, yeah. <laughs> you work here, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate y'all for having me on. You know what I mean? This is, you know, awesome environment, which I got going on. It's awesome. Definitely appreciate, appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. We just trying to help the community out, man. Let, let some people know. You probably you probably helped out a ton of people today. Right. Hope so. Yeah, I, you know, hope so. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. I'm not trying to go to work no more. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. We got to get see, my you, off here You in it. See, you in it for the wrong reason, <laughs> No, yo. I'm in it for the right reason. She just reason. said that, yo. I ain't you, trying to go to work. You, you, gotta, you gotta let it come naturally, yo. All right, yo. We see y'all next week. Bye. <laughs>